What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. What's up? Hey, the queen back. The queen is uh-uh. back. Yeah, I thought so I got rid of me, but you didn't do Rude that. word in the car. Draco quit the podcast. Golly. And said, um, <laughs> I just playing. Nobody say that. But um, I hope not, because get what? Let's talk about how you can't do shit for a bitch. First of all, the number of DMs I got on the, on the podcast page and my personal page, like people, I ain't even gonna listen to the show. It get real deep when the episode late. So oh my God. <laughs> I hope y'all, I ain't got nothing today, but Jesus, I'm like, oh wow, I didn't even know you listen. I will shout y'all out. But I don't want to put y'all on the spot. But I appreciate that. But um, but yeah, yeah, thank y'all for being patient with us last week episode. I actually had fun recording by myself, and I'm glad some of y'all thought I was a joke. I um, but I would dead serious. I, I, I was laughing at first because um, you had just stopped in the middle of the sentence and said, "Oh, let me just tell y'all that Draco did not quit the show. He's still here. He just gone." You want to know what's funny? I didn't. I had to add it in after I finished recording. I had to like. Add a track saying that because I was like, oh, I ain't even explain why he not here. <laughs> it's cool, I'm back now. So what's up? Period. So where you was at? So, <clears throat> um, I've had a lot of different changes within my job <laughs> within the last <laughs> three weeks. A lot has been going on. Um, if you know me, then you know. Just put two and two together, and um, one but of my I clients almost had a joke. LA. I can't do that though. Okay. Yeah, don't do it. Um, one of my clients, she was in LA, um, and she was using a makeup artist out there who was charging literally, I'm not exaggerating. He was literally charging six times the amount that I was. So she's like, if I'm going to pay that for just one doing go, I might as well just fly my makeup artist out here and just, you know. Six times? And she will pay that? That's crazy. I said I'm moving. And they would pay that. Yeah, people pay it. You could go out there and take over their trap. That's why I was there so long. I took over the trap. (laughs) 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 I said that to say. (laughs) Oh my God. So just a background. Hopefully, um, I don't have a lot of people that well, I don't care. I mean, I'm not saying nothing wrong. Um, LA is very L.A. does not cater to African-Americans. They cater more so to white and Hispanic, which is fine, because I understand that the the demographic out there is different from it is in Atlanta, because we have a lot of Black people here. We're very Black, baby. We're the elitist of the Black communities. Period. (laughs) So I understand, you know, coming going to other cities like that, um, this is the reason why it's, you know, you see a lot of interracial couples, um, and I say that because in the South, I don't see that a lot. So it, yeah. it doesn't shock me, but sometimes I look, I'm like, oh, her boyfriend is white. Oh, her boyfriend is, is Right, it's something that actually stands out because it's that. I mean, it's common here, but not, like, you can go several months without seeing it. Yeah. You can go a year without seeing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so with me being out there, I was only supposed to go out there for three days. And I ended up staying out there for almost two weeks because I ended up booking some more work. Um... Like, I'm supposed to be going back to L.A. tomorrow, actually. Turn up. To work again for Facebook. And no. Then... no. Remember how to oh, edit I remember. Mm-hmm. They really strict. 
They should well, they should be strict, and they they should have been strict on how they my interview experience went. But I'm that's neither here nor there. And then I have to go back out there on the 28th through the 4th for um, an engagement photo shoot, and then go back out there on the 13th for a, a, a wedding. So I've been booked. I mean, for how can you, how can you make it to where you ain't got to keep going back and forth like that? Move. <laughs> but I mean, true. But honestly, I at this point, honestly, at this point, since my main job is no longer existing, um, I have a lot of free time. So mm-hmm. when I was out there, I did a lot of reflecting. Like I was saying, um, you know, maybe I can just open up me a little studio, like my own little studio. Yeah. That way, I can have somewhere to do my clients, and I can decorate it really nicely. And then I do want to eventually start selling products, like I always say all the time. So I can just have it in there and sell it out of the yeah, like a shop. But it's like your it's your studio. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I should just do that when I get back to Atlanta. But then, like, I just keep booking stuff. Like I keep booking stuff out there. So I'm like, okay, so am I back hostel? Like, is this what this is giving now? I mean, I'm just gonna have to start traveling with my MacBook now because I don't travel with my computer because my life is just always like. Yeah. Only on and on to go, and I'll be scared I'm gonna leave it. So, anything like this, I'll just be leaving it at home. That's why I couldn't record last week. So, I think that what I'm gonna start doing is just traveling with my MacBook. It's fine, yeah. I mean, I get it, honey. And we can, you know, we can always double up or we can figure out workarounds. Like, I get it, but yeah. So, that's my that's my life right now. That's what you it's wanted, and then it's so I mean, unfortunately, something had to get terminated for you to, you know, kind of get that reassurance. But yeah, I mean, yeah. God work in mysterious ways. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm actually not as um, not as mad as I thought I would be, mm-hmm. just because I've learned to just save my money over time. So I'm like, I'm good, just in case something like this happened. I'm like, yeah. I'm okay. But um, you know, it does give me a little bit more free time to do other stuff that I want to do, even though that didn't take up a lot of my time. But now it's kind of putting fire under my ass because it's like, all right, you don't have this extra money no more, so you need to do something else or figure it out yeah i mean i mean it's cool i I love la though i love let me tell you something i love la the only thing i don't like out there i have to really understand where to get food from (laughs) um the whole two weeks i was there i had two meals that were good and the two meals came from the same place um (laughs) i even tried to like get some really expensive food like i ordered food from katana and my meal was like 75 dollars, and it was trash with a capital letters all the way across well you know i used to live in the bay area and i concur i mean it's the same thing happened to me i went to the most popular quote-unquote soul food restaurant and i think Mm -hmm. for them soul means not flesh it don't mean you know from the soul so yeah it was listen it was very la they doordash is very la (laughs) like they have i will say that they have so many options for healthy food and healthy eating yeah. that it, it's overwhelming it's like damn it kind of forces you to eat healthy because it's yeah, like that's what happened you literally to don't have no excuse yeah and it'd be stuff that you just would have never like you know when people think about eating healthy okay we got broccoli we got grilled fish yeah, yeah. Like that. out there it'd be like bok choy milkshakes like <laughs> yes <laughs> no for real for real like they had like they have uh, even in the ice cream shops and cookie places they have vegan options. And in my head, I'm like, does the insomnia cookie in Atlanta have vegan options? Probably not. They probably have like gluten-free or something like that. But not they have vegan options at insomnia. 
what that's yeah. that's the listen i know i was out there for five months and i lost 30 pounds without trying so i get it now that's that's the upside to it i guess and it'll yeah. cause you to not even crave certain stuff because you don't have access to it no more i mean we yeah. did have a popeyes but that's one of them things you do not eat all the time you be feeling all heavy yeah stuff. like the popeyes that was in la i was standing in west hollywood that one was in Compton, like it was in the hood. Yeah, yeah, of course it's like the the market, I guess. But you know what though, I was um one of our mutual friends. She said she recently like permanently relocated to LA. It ain't even that expensive. I mean, I, I'm sure. I'm trying to explain people that because I think that what it is they're they're comparing off of old prices because yeah. our old prices, of course, were very very very. very. But the neighborhoods offer more now. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing about LA is you get paid way more money and. Um, the cost of living out there is more like just gas prices. I was looking at gas because I ended up driving around. I was driving um, um, a freaking Tahoe, girl. Ooh, First of all, I didn't drive trucks, but I was driving a Tahoe and I had to put gas in there a few times. The gas out there is almost $5. Yeah, the gas is high. I remember I didn't but have my the, drop. The actual like rent at apartments and stuff like that is very similar to living downtown Atlanta. Yeah, I agree. Anywhere in the perimeter, like in the city, is very close. So it's not far off. It's, I mean, no. Yeah, I Even agree. Driving, I, saw that. I think that I'm used to driving so much. So in my head, I'm like, they complain about a 15 minute drive. Even during traffic, like I get it, but I'm used and to see, this. See, I didn't even have a problem with traffic when I was out there either. And I mean, maybe because we just used to Atlanta traffic. Yeah. I'm sure LA traffic can get worse than Atlanta, but I know in my experience, I don't really deal with Atlanta traffic that bad because I always move in a location that it puts me where the places I'm normally going to. Yeah, I agree. So it wasn't that bad to me. Honestly, I love it. I love the, um, I just think it smells bad. Um, <laughs> that's the only thing. It stinks. Like it, my clothes were really smelly. Like I like I would be outside for five minutes and I was like, oh my God, I stink. Um <laughs> I did get to experience some some things. Like I was supposed to go to Hollywood Sign. I didn't go, but my friends, um, I have a lot of friends that live out there already and they were introducing me to their friends. So um they ended up throwing like a little bonfire at the beach. Yeah, um, I, I was a little skeptical. Post. You said you said an illegal post? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was a little skeptical at first because in my head, I'm like, I just don't want us to be the cause of brush fire. Of a Ooh. brush fire or something like that. Because I'm yeah. like, I know that the or air... Or getting caught. Child, it was like 70 bonfires going on. <laughs> that was... It was... Nobody was getting caught. We was on... We was in Malibu. And it was so many bonfires. People were out there doing um, whatever drug that you do with a heli... With a machine. And put it in a balloon. And you do it. They were out there doing that. It was crazy. Is it uh, Whippets? Oh, that's the one they doing it in the... I think it is Whippets, though. Because they... But it's just a bigger machine. Mm -mm. Now, that's... So I'm like, this must be like the little spot. <clears throat> it was like, yeah, this is Malibu. Don't nobody come on this side of the beach. So we were out there just roasting marshmallows, um, listening to music, just talking. It was pretty fun. Like I, the vibe Easy of your that. Vibe. Yeah, like, I, it was just it, at the ocean. Like, I, like. So I what you gonna do when your lease up? You thinking about leaving? You gonna break your lease? What's the plan? Um. I get a good amount of my work done here. And also like a lot of my clients that are signed to labels, they shoot a lot of their videos out here because of the resources. So if anything, I think that I will just be like by coastal for now. Okay. That makes sense. Like, I don't know. 
No, I mean, that makes sense. And plus, I mean, obviously, that's going to take time to, to plan and stuff like that. But maybe by the time your lease is up, you'll have a more firm perception. Yeah, my lease isn't up until November, so I understand. I know by that time. But, um, yeah, I really love it out there. I really do. Aw, aw, Anyway, I just went. Okay, hmm. well, as far as Atlanta is concerned, uh, you have Black Business of the Week? All right, so I do have a Black Business of the Week. I don't know how to pronounce it, so bear with me. And if you are listening to this, the company that is, um, help me out, sis. So um, I'm thinking that you pronounce it Atira Leon, Atira, Atira Leon or something like that. I can't pronounce it. But um, so basically, I came across this company maybe like a year ago on Twitter. And it got popular because it was like a do-rag shop in L.A. Like the lady who came up with the brand, um, she just came up with like luxury do-rag. So she had, she literally has a shop that just sells like um, cashmere silk do-rags, le- uh, leather do-rags. She has scarves for women. But a lot of people just wear these do-rags just as a fashion statement. Um, I don't really know too many people that wear them as actual do-rags, but I didn't even know that. I, I mean, I think I knew that it was in LA, but I just never um, thought twice about it. Like I, 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 I was like, maybe I'll order online one day, but I didn't see enough people buying it to get reviews from it. Yeah, so, she actually had Twitter in an uproar because they was hating on the fact that it was a woman selling do-rags. Yeah, it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So randomly... Um, Whenever I visit a new city, I just go on an adventure. So I literally got in the Uber and I wanted to go to the Rick Owens store. And I knew that it was on like Fairfax and off of Melrose and all that. So I'm like, I want to just walk down there. So I ended up just walking and randomly running into the store. Like I just randomly seen it. So I was like, oh snap. So I went in there and um, met the owner. We were literally having a conversation for about like 45 minutes, just about, just about being black in the industry and like how good her business has been in LA and she's from Atlanta. She said she started her business in Atlanta and she was going to open a shop in Atlanta, but the market wasn't like Atlanta isn't in a space where they would want to buy a do rag. Like they wouldn't just go to a shop and do that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the street like Melrose, you kind of, you're going to get that foot traffic. Exactly. Yeah. You get foot traffic up and down there all the time. And she said it's just been really good. So I ended up buying one from her. I bought um she has like tiers of do-rags. So I ended up getting the top tier one. Period. Period. That must be what so it made out of it's made out of gorilla glue. Oh <laughs> it was made out of cashmere silk. Like she has regular silk ones, she has velvet ones, and then she has cashmere silk ones. So I got the cashmere silk, um, a snake skin one. And she, I mean, the boxes, I mean, like the service, the way the store smelled, the way that her display was. She said she changes her display um, every month. Like they changed the store completely, like changed the floors. Oh, that's, oh. Like, yeah, she put a lot of time into that. So I'm going to um, have Alicia put the website and the Instagram inside of the bio of the episode because I cannot pronounce it. But I want y'all to check it out. Like, they do have some really nice stuff. If you're a woman, they have scarves. So you have scarves to go around your head and your neck. And then she has um, do-rags as well and all different types of prints and fabrics. It's just, it's sickening. Period. Okay, cool. Yeah, I um, I never 
dove deep into her shop because I just didn't feel like it was applicable to me. But I do, I do remember seeing the prop and how it was like color coordinated and everything, and it was just like perfectly aligned. I think that's super cool. So cool, cool. So yes, like he said, it will be in the episode notes, and you know, shop with your girl. Okay, pretty. Uh, and I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they sell bathing suits. I ain't even see all that on. I guess it was cold. They sell bathing suits and she sells sweatsuits. I ain't seen none of this. Purr. Okay. Yes, honey. I can't wait with my little durag. Cool, cool. All right. Well, let's drive over to Shop Talk. So apparently April Jones and Dr. Dre are dating. Oh, awkward. Awkward. Did you see them out when you was in LA? <laughs> no, girl, I kept missing everybody. Mind you, I was staying in West Hollywood and missed Beyonce and Jay-Z on Valentine's <gasps> Day. They was right there. I missed them. Missed him. I remember yeah. when I went to DC two years ago, the same day I well one of the days I was there, the Obamas were unveiling a new portrait at the um Smithsonian Museum of Portraits, and I was sick. I'm like, hold on, because I could have planned to go had I known, because I had planned that trip like several months in advance. But well, you can't plan to go to Beyonce and Jay Z. They just be there. I know, right, right, right. <laughs> and mind you, I missed them twice. The day that I actually got there, they were at Nobu randomly and then i heard they bring a noble to fix plaza i don't they're gonna change their mind with all these car breaking yeah they were supposed to do that like a year and a half ago so i guess they're still building it but whatever yeah um it won't be as po- i feel like it won't be as popular as people would think just because we don't have that type of food here yeah and a I lot of people are not really gonna be into that like i think people probably tourists probably will yeah but even what would they order no i don't shame. know i don't even know what's on their menu like a lot the, the one of the popular things to order at Nobu is like jalapeno yellow tail sashimi which is like okay well let me never mind like, I'm gonna just go to planet smoothie oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like thinly you've seen it before it's like thinly sliced raw yellowtail fish and they put a jalapeno on it and they put this brown like it looks like soy sauce but it's like who lemon. came up with, I don't, let me be a chef i'm sure it's a science behind that but like for real for real it's, i mean it's like asian tradition so it's not our oh, i'm food, sorry man. i'm not trying my bad i want to be disrespectful i respect all <laughs> cultures i am not asian doll Hit him by name, sis. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Speaking of Asian dolls, she made a post on Twitter the other day saying, hey, y'all, I'm at this Indian restaurant. What should I order? Everything look nasty. Okay, first of all, I genuinely understand when food looks nasty. But you you don't even know what it is to even have an appreciation for the food. You know what I'm saying? You know what look nasty? Soggy cereal. Beanie weenies. <laughs> the inside of a Snickers bar. Tell y'all, let me just tell y'all, I don't know what trauma my friend Alicia as a child, but stuff like beanie weenies, um, ramen noodles, soggy okay. cereal. Um, what else do you don't that you just can't? I with? can't have no more. I mean, I don't even know, but I know I'll tell you when I find out. <laughs> Ravioli's in the can. Oh God. Now, that, now I do eat ravioli, but since the can won't come with meat, I don't eat meat, so I'd be fair on that. It's a lot of stuff. I just once I got out the hood, I had to leave it behind me. I just it triggered. I feel you on that. Now, noodles. Now, I'm sorry. I don't even like ramen. I don't even. Uh, I don't even want to see that wave in the noodles. The way to look like you got too much gel in your hair. I don't want to see that. I love ramen. I love Asian food. That's probably why. Well, I like- Asian doll must have forgot that India was in Asia. 
So if you're gonna if you're gonna play the part, play it all the way, sweetheart. I just think it was really disrespectful. I learned a long it time is. ago it's very disrespectful. that you like when it comes to people's food, obviously there's a part of their tradition. It might be hard to grasp living in America since we're on stolen land, but people have things that are traditional. And when they come to America, they probably feel the same way. They probably be like, What is this? Why in the world do y'all put hot sauce on y'all shrimp? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, it was just disrespectful for her to say that. And you know how they do. They come back with their little apology post when... Yeah. Um, I see something like that is going around because a lot of people were trying to say that African food wasn't appealing. Yeah. So now it's like a, um, a, a, a trend on TikTok and Instagram of people trying um, African fufu and igusi. Yep. I've been seeing it all on YouTube too. Yeah, like everybody been trying to even white people and everybody's like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. But I think that the initial. Uh-uh now. Hold on now. If you childish, then say that. I thought Nobu was a hibachi restaurant. <laughs> I think that's Katana. Katana has like hibachi style. Oh my. It was yeah. nasty though, girl. Let me tell you something. That crab rice, crab fried rice, I just knew it was going to be good. Nast. What do these people be eating when they go? That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but just be going. I, I feel like when, when it does come here, a lot of people not going to really fuck with it because the menu... Maybe is, I have a different menu for the, like, location. Like some I'm restaurants. Thinking, I mean, they're going to have most of the same stuff, though, for sure. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, you're right. But this is what I had. I tried it when I was in LA this time, the yellow tail jalapeno sashimi. Mm -mm. What the heck? That look like raw chicken that's marinating. It's fish. Oh, let me not be disrespectful. Uh, speaking of disrespectful, Moneybag Yo tweeted something along the terms of, I made a couple M's in the pandemic. I don't want it to end. And all I'm saying, if you did the PPP loan, then say that. <laughs> now, speaking for myself, I will say that I've never made this much money ever. Okay. No. So so much that you don't want the pandemic to end. You don't want. I would want never say that. Okay. Point. That's this is my point. I would never say that. I would never say that I don't want the pandemic to end because of my own personal gain from it. Yeah, knowing yeah. knowing how harmful this is and how people have lost their lives and whole families. Like I know I've read some um uh, Beyonce's makeup artist Raquel literally lost his family to COVID maybe like within the last two months. I know so him, two people who have lost more than four people to COVID. He lost his dad, his mom, and his grandma all oh in the last God. two months to oh COVID. He's, so like me knowing that, I would never say anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand like, and, and this is for anybody, even outside of the PPP loans. Like maybe I did get some of the PPP money secondhandedly. Like somebody spent their PPP money working with me. Yeah. So, but trickle it, down effect. Yeah. <laughs> however, however, you know, I'm I'm grateful to know that you know that I have been able to benefit from the pandemic, but I would never say nothing like that. Yeah, and that's what that was my thing. Cause and then it, I mean, honestly, I and I don't know how he gets got this money, but in my mind, my regular tax paying consumer mindset, if you're an artist, and how did you make that kind of money? Cause you're not doing show. I mean, yeah, they are doing bookings. I guess you could say they're doing bookings and they're doing virtual shows. Like that's what I was. You're right. Let me just mind my business. I just think it was very irresponsible and tasteless to say something like that. Mm -hmm. I do understand. Wow, I made a lot of money. Like for me, 
I have been very stable in the pandemic and I've even done very like progressive things, but I would never just think like, dang, if we can just get one or two more years of COVID. What about the people who haven't been able to work this whole time? That's what I'm saying. I know people right now who are in a bad financial situation because of COVID and they were doing well before this stuff happened. And that's my thing. And I get it. Sometimes you can be doing, you can, your lifestyle can be so different that it'll make you mentally removed from maybe where you came from or people that are not in your position. I get it. It's not, it's, it's, you know, you can get caught up and you can kind of lose sight of that. But I just, you know, I, I just feel like I'm already overly conf- conscious about things I said in the decisions. I don't, I made. I don't agree with that though. Yeah. I, only because I think for me, I don't know if it's because I'm a, um, what do they call it? A, a empath. Like yeah. I, I just kind of like resonate with other people's feelings and, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. But for me, growing up the way that I grew up and we weren't even like poor, but we definitely live below average. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just to be around that and just to understand that um, how people have to like figure out life, like the way that we had to figure things out just on our own just because we didn't have hot water and exactly and stuff like that like i would never forget those times Me and so either. just because i become a, a, a entertainer or somebody that's famous or even just an influencer that has a lot of money i would never want to forget like where i came from to the point where i'll say some really selfish stuff like that like that's yeah just me not, either me either i, I never want to i never i don't get i don't get why like people even like especially from the hood and i get it you never been you never had that much money before and i get it because it's yeah. new for you but yeah i don't get why people find like they have to just brag about it or just throw it in people's faces i'm like i get it you have the money but that you know i don't know like i'll say some stuff to my friends sometimes like jokingly like oh yeah i'm having it da, da, da. yeah but i feel like the tone never... that you use your, with your friend like you just need to be like like cognizant of what you're saying and who you're saying it to i yeah stuff you we've all said stuff amongst our friends and family that might not be not might not be socially acceptable but it's because you have the relationship and a rapport with those people where they understand they know your heart they know where you're coming from but you do have to be responsible about what you put out there and i'm just like so so you're i mean because you got some baby mamas that might feel otherwise yeah i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know it's really weird. Um, do I have a shop talk? Let me just say that I 100% agree. I mean, 100% believe that Tory Lanez shot Megan after seeing his hair. That's all I got <laughs> Man, I am ready for that to... Listen, he's annoying. I didn't even bring it back up because I, I don't and, uh, need to... I, I would love to know what really happened. You know what I'm saying? But he is a very annoying person. He's carrying on like the most guilty, the most innocent person that's like according to his words that come out of his mouth. But I hate the way he be trolling and stuff whenever Megan says or does something on the internet. I think that's really lame. And it's not, not, not if it comes down to the point where he is exonerated or whatever is considered when you, I guess, acquitted or whatever. Yeah. If that comes down to being what happened or what the judge decides what happened, I feel like we're never going to hear the end of it. And we already can't hear the end of it now, but I just feel like the way he's going to be carrying on is lame. Okay. Sorry. Wow. So moving on from Tory Lanez. Yeah. Um, he, he on that list of people that should not speak. Kim. Um, Joe Trey Biden. Now. Okay. But you know what? Um, Trey Songz always had that energy out there. It just wasn't so back to back like this. 
Yeah, I never knew that he was this problematic because I'm not a Trey Songs fan. I rarely listen to his music. I don't care about his music that much. Um, he has some songs here and there that I play. But for the most part, I'm just not really a fan. Yeah, um, I don't know he was that problematic. So he's on that list too. Um, yeah. He don't need to talk. Boosie don't need to talk. See, I don't need to talk. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden. Joe Biden don't need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> He had Twitter in the uproar this morning. Oh, about them student loans. I saw, yeah. I but I'm saw just, it, baby. My two cents, he never agreed to the $50,000 forgiveness. That's a fact. He did agree to 10000 but people said, only reason why people got so excited about and attached to that $50,000 forgiveness is because people that are associated with him said that they were going to propose it to him, and they listed the reasons why it would be okay. And they took that and ran with it. Now, as far as that other stimulus check, I can't defend that, but I will say that he never, ever, ever agreed to, number one, defund the police, and number two, forgiving $50,000 student loan debt. So y'all can have to take that up with the clickbait that y'all saw and didn't read the article from. One thing about Alicia, she gonna make sure you uh, read the article. Please do. Thank you. Facts only love. But, uh, <laughs> and speaking of people that shouldn't talk, be Simone... I was just about to say something about her. She, you know what, this is my, th- she has always, it's a few people that annoyed me for, since the inception of their career. Summer Walker being number one, B. Simone being the line leader, okay? Um, she is, she is just, her voice is very annoying. And it's funny because I've seen her on certain platforms where I liked her. Like I've heard her on podcasts being a, quote unquote normal person having a regular conversation and she was likable. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, okay, she's got some depth or whatever. And I went to a live, I went to a horrible decisions live show and she hosted it and she was funny. But it's her Instagram persona that has like, oh my God, I just can't deal with it. She's just not funny. Her voice has annoyed me. But anyway, you know, her 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 platform was kind of built around that boyfriend thing, like wanting a boyfriend, manifesting a boyfriend, man this, man that, this is the kind of man I want. Oh my God, the baby is my man. Hold up, actually the baby got the baby mama and the girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. So now she has a boyfriend who's this football player. And now then she go on Valentine's Day talking about y'all trying to get this kind of man but you ain't got this now don't get me wrong she was not lying what she was saying was accurate but she is so annoying that her delivery ruined the whole message to me yeah and i i just feel like now you just so cocky that you don't snag the man and now you the now you the coach um she don't bother me i actually didn't watch the video i watched a little bit of it and i did feel like what she was saying was true I just think that it was coming out of the wrong person's mouth, so nobody exactly. was wanted to receive it. Exactly. Damn, you is. see people who's claiming that that statement was stolen from them. I was like, okay, y'all pushing it now. <laughs> yeah, this is too much. Um, social media is the the queen of I made this up, and I'm like, you really yeah. didn't, but okay. Yeah, I mean, unless we want to go, unless you got a tweet to prove you made it in 1895, that's it. All right, so moving on from Shop Talk, let's get into... Oh, actually, no, I have one. So the last thing I want to share in Shop Talk was basically today, um, there was a video that Sage the Gemini, who we shouldn't even be talking about, but he's only made semi-relevant because he dated Supercent. 
But anyway, he posted a video with Tokyo Vanity. I'm not exactly clear of the friendship or relationship he has with Tokyo Vanity, but it was a very old video. And you can tell by the quality and how they look. And it was just kind of very flirty. He was like blowing kisses. It was just weird. They were sitting in the car. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know what the context he was trying to provide, but it was very clear that he knew that posting that would spark a conversation. Maybe make it seem like he's doing something with her. And, you know, she's close friends with Super Cent. And, you know, anyway, they addressed all that. And Tokyo was just saying, like, you know, you know what she was trying to do, blah, blah, blah. We just friends. And my question to you um, is what I got from this situation is, you know, how do you feel about your friends remaining friends with your ex? Mm. So I have this conversation with my friends all the time because out of respect for my friends, once they break up, unless I know that they're in one of those relationships where they are going to get back together and then come around, cool. But it wouldn't be a thing where, like, I would reach out to them and say, hey, let's go out. Let's hang out. Um, oh, you look nice. Da, 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 da. I don't do that. If I, if I, um, I'm sorry. Um, I think that's just very, there's very rude and it's intrusive. Now, if I was out and I ran into my friend's ex, in the store or something, I'll be like, hey, how you doing? Keep it keep it going, you know, keep it cordial. You know, we don't have a personal issue, but you know that you and my friend used to date. I met you through them. Y'all not dating no more. It's not much that we can talk about, but a hey and a bye. Yeah. So <clears throat> I had a, I have I have um brought this up to my friends because that's just how I treat the situation. And they don't have that same respect for me because um, the boyfriend that they did is who we used to live together. Like we we used to live together, and um, you're, of course they were at our house all the time, and they built the relationship with him because he was always around us. So in their head, they feel like that's their friend as well. But when we broke up, we broke up not necessarily on bad terms, but we didn't have a good relationship towards the end. Like for good reason, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then on, it's it's certain situations that I found out that are between me and him that I just can't, it don't really sit well with me and it makes me uncomfortable. Like I check on him every now and again, because I mean, obviously I do still care, but I don't need you all up in my face telling me that we need to get back together. Y'all were so cute together, all this and this and that. I still follow him and I think that, but they just be giving him compliments and follow like, Oh, nice. And, and publicly, like you can, you yeah, be on a page. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so annoying. I feel like that's rude as fuck. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, I agree. So for me, I think that it depends. It will, it depends on why y'all broke up and the extent of our friendship. Because I think that if this is somebody you've been with for like, let's say five to 10 years, I can see how they have built a serious friendship with, with your friends. Now, if y'all ended on specific terms, like let's say you had to relocate and they don't want to do long distance or y'all naturally grew apart. I can see where there isn't a clear line on you need to cut that person off. But if y'all broke up on bad terms, like abusive, you know, crackhead, um, stealing, stuff like that it's like why would you want to you see what i went through with this person why would you want to keep them around you know what i'm saying and obviously people are grown they can make their own decisions but i feel like stuff like that like it's like if you have a really bad it's like one of them situations where somebody did you so wrong and then people are still friends with them that you consider very close to you and it's like why in the world you want to be friends with that person now 
I do think people have a right to be friends with whoever they want to be friends. I just think that you should, there's a line to be drawn. Like to me, I have be, been friends with people's exes after they broken up, but I would never hang out with them again. It's not even like to that point where I wouldn't even text them. I can't even tell you their phone number, but I've, I've had situations where people befriended somebody that I was in a relationship with. We broke up and years down the line, they was hanging out. I'm talking about going to each other's house. And I had no idea until later on. They're like, oh yeah, I was just with such a... I'm like, what? And now I think it's weird because to me, I feel like y'all probably at some point have discussed me, which is really weird, which yeah. disgusts me. <laughs> Double <Uh-oh>. entendre. <laughs> but I just feel like it's just, it's just weird. I just, you know what? It's just weird. I just, I think we need to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, and this is one of the things that makes me um never want to share my relationship online or to not even have people follow. Like to even even if I share my relationship, to not tag them because people just I don't know. It's just it's just a weird world. I- so okay, so in what ways do you think that people should? How do you think your friends should deal with your ex um, or your boyfriend? Once if y'all break up, up, how do you so think? So I that? think for me, in my head, I w- if I was the person, like let's say I was the guy, or I said a girl, so I would expect the people associated with my ex to stop talking to me personally. Mm-hmm. I would expect that to be the natural separation. It's like you know, you break up with the man, you break up with his family or the girl and her family, whatever the case right. is. But I think that the appropriate thing to do if that person. I, I think that, I think it has to be like a slow leak. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's like, when y'all break up, do I just go and run and unfollow you? Like, should that be the first thing on your mind? But I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like if if there, if the time comes... No, I don't do that. And I don't expect anybody else to do that either. I'm sorry. I, I, think, I get that. But I don't expect people to run and do that, though. Yeah, exactly. I, I just think that, okay, following may be one thing, I guess. But it needs to stop there. Like y'all should not be. I shouldn't come across a picture of y'all at the bar hanging out because it's like it's just a lot of mistrust that goes on with that. Now I'm now I got questions. You know what I'm saying? And it's just I don't dang now now I don't even know because and I'm not even saying that to defend nothing because I I I don't have any like I don't have any situation like that where I'm kicking with people's exes. But it's like. I think it's just bad. It's case by case. I think it's, I think it's case by case because it's just, it's just so complex. It's like, okay. Like, like, like you said, you don't expect them to just go run and unfollow them. But I do think maybe the right thing to do is to be like, Hey man, you know, that's my dog. Y'all not together no more. I don't think she or he would be cool with us still communicating. Yeah. And that's just really what it is. Yeah. Um, people get so finicky, like, oh, what that mean? Dang, I thought we was better than that. I mean, you thought too, but I also wouldn't have known you if it wasn't for her. So it's kind of like, or him. So it's like, now what do we do? <laughs> it's like, uh. Have you ever found out, like, so what What were some of the comments that they was making? Like the compliments? Um, they were just, because my, my ex is like a stylist. So he dresses really um outlandish sometimes, but it's like really cute. Mm-hmm. And they'll compliment him on his style. Um, he also raps, so they'll. Yeah, I would like, take that as flirting. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, it is too much. So, and, but it'll give like, oh, brother, I miss you, brother. Not brother. Okay, yeah, no, 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 not oh. y'all not even related because that's incest. So like, <laughs> yeah, I guess the I guess the fair thing to do with all that consider is just cut ties with them if your friends like you know if you have you need to confirm with your friend that they done yeah where your loyalty at if they done let it go it's just that's just because even though i'm a little confused with it i think the right thing to do is just cut ties it's just like 
that's something I'm working on because I've I'm the type of person where like I don't like to have conversations in my head. I'm like, people know what the fuck they be doing wrong. So yeah, for sure. You would, think, you, off, you would think. If I cut you off, you know why I cut you off. But yeah. now I need I get to the point where I need to let you know, like, hey, I don't like what you did. I don't, I feel like you disrespecting me. You don't respect what I got going on. Um, this friendship isn't compatible. Bye. I'm yeah, not those I mean, exact words, but I just feel like I should guess just... what? Later on the online, if let's say you cut that friend off and then you find out they end up messing with your ex. It's like, well, was you planning that all along? Yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. Now, um, I think I know how to navigate through a relationship now. Like, I haven't been in, re- in a relationship for so long, but I just kind of just, for one, I, I feel like over the years, I've just got to know myself a little better about how I approach things. Um, just about, like, me being so aggressive and, to myself, and I need to be more gentle and just let myself be human and like what I like and not feel bad about certain things just because I feel like society makes you know, a big deal about things like, oh, you're not supposed to go about it this way because this part, you know, you need to have this together and that person together, but um, that literally varies based on the person. So there's no rule for this. You know, it's a lot of things, at least, I don't know about, I mean, I'm just speaking on behalf of heterosexual relationships. It's a lot of things that men don't care about if women have or not. Mm. But we care about it as women because we feel like it makes us more valuable, but a lot of times dudes just be like, if they care that much, it might be because either they're lacking in that area or they are someone that has done so much that it's like, you got to have, you know, a little bit more accolades. But for like the average day-to-day person, it's like, okay, you work at Chick-fil-A. Now yeah. I always say that I, I felt like I should be with another artist, whether it's a music artist, a painter, photographer, hairstylist, whatever. I feel like those are the only people that will understand understand me but even in that relationship even though that was my longest relationship and that was like one of my best relationships um it still it still didn't end well but we we didn't end on no like crazy terms the crazy stuff i didn't find out until after we were broken up and then just oh that's the worst things started coming i'm like what like yeah oh you know what i'm saying so i don't know reason why i feel like i should date somebody in the arts is just because i feel like they will understand me and i just for me, I think for, I don't, I know enough. I don't know a lot. And I'll be feeling like I, I want to learn from my partner. Like I don't need a yeah, absolutely. whatever, but I want it. I want it to be a situation where we can learn from each other. I can learn new stuff and um, date somebody that's open-minded and. Well, just like B. Simone who didn't want to date a nine to five or you just like her, you Draco Simone. I just said I didn't want to date nine to five. I just said, well, I'm saying she wanted she wanted to date an entrepreneur. Is what I'm saying. She was like, I can't date a nine to five because, okay. Oh, anyway. No, no, no. I don't say I don't. Mm-mm. I didn't say that much, but oh, my bad. Honey. I understood what she was trying to say. She just didn't. Her delivery was wrong. Yeah. So, um, in in, in dealing with this with your friends, right? So, um, is there a proper? What's do? You, is there like a proper way that you approach your friends? about them or if you feel like they're doing something that's invasive or stepping over their boundaries with your ex or your current boyfriend what do you feel the best way to approach them about it because i know that they will probably do it in front of the i say for instance if they're if you feel like they're overstepping their boundaries in front of your boyfriend um first of all let me just say that i hate when people automatically attack the other person because instead of holding a partner accountable yeah because for one 
the person that you're dating made them feel comfortable enough to act like that. So it's it takes two to tango. So you need to start with right here. Yeah. Because and even if they didn't, they should have gave them that impression after the first try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Shake it at yeah. the door, honey. So what do you think the, the proper way to approach situations like that is? You know what? Honestly, um, anything like that will give me a little rage. So I'm just going to check them exactly how I feel in that moment. Be like, hold on. What's this? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't play with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't even know if there's a way that I can come to you calmly because I'm going to take that real personal. I feel like you just got to say it right in there. You got to address it. And maybe there's a more professional <laughs> way to do it. Maybe you could be like, hey, when you get a chance, call me. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes one thing I learned about um people, feedback in the moment is the most impactful because now they got to sit in that. Yeah, I've learned that too. Cause I always like I like to sit and marinate on things because I don't want the wrong thing to come out. But at this point, let it come out. Let I'll it apologize. go. I'll yeah. apologize about it later. Yeah, and it I, this is the thing too, man. Sometimes when people do certain stuff, you don't even be shocked. So you even that's gonna even make you a little bit more already. It's like, wow, I should have known this dirty feet, wax yeah, ears, booger nostril, wop side head. MF. Keep going, E. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Have you had to confront anybody about it or have you just kind of let it go? Um, <clears throat> I'm more so confront the person who it is because it's I'm more I haven't I, I never really had to confront well except him. I definitely never had to confront like my uh boyfriend or my partner about friends or fucking with other people mm-hmm. however i did have to confront um people who i've talked to like dated not like in a relationship with but like dating because i think that what it is is that if you talk to one of my friends that makes it uncomfortable for me whether it was before or after me and i feel like that happens a lot like in my community I i'm pretty sure it happens all over but i can only speak for myself um but yeah people be feeling like it's okay to talk to me and then if it don't work out, go to my friends. That is crazy, and that that does happen in the straight community. That's like the the extreme act of desperation. It's like Jesus. And then be trying to come back. It don't work. Then they come that back. That is cr- honestly, that is foul. Like I do believe there's a such thing as picking the wrong friend. Yeah. And to me, you either take that L, or you gotta let twenty years go by before you step into that pool because it's like. You should have. So you probably shouldn't have rushed to being intimate. You know what I'm saying? You should have took your time. I don't know. I just, I, I think that is absurd. It's so weird because that's happened to me while living in the same house as my friend. Oh no, ma'am. While we live in the same house and you still do this, like you still you gonna do this? Like you up here writing me about this and then you sending this person news that's literally in the room that is that's foul that's foul one of one of them folks i told you what that's why i hit that that? alicia i don't block people like that so if i blocked you crazy tell self okay that should have been that's gonna be the name of the episode (laughs) (laughs) anyway okay what was we saying uh that was it that was Mm -hmm. that was what i had to say Okay, cool. <laughs> Do um have you well no that's all about to say have you ever had your family um befriend your ex? Well have you? Um 
not necessarily my ex, but my family do this thing where I tell them I'm not friends with somebody no more, and they'll still be trying to be friends. With, Why don't my? Oh friend? no! When it comes to family, everybody get cut off. I don't. If my cousin beefing with you, best believe I'm beefing with you, and I don't care. Yeah, my friend. Why you not text my friend? Uh uh-uh, uh uh. Like girl. Sorry. This... Now, if it comes to anybody in my family, if they say it's over, it's over. I'm gonna have that same energy. I'm sorry. It's different for friends, but. My family is like that. It's just my sister. My sister gets really attached to people. <laughs> Dang. Well, so she'll be trying to figure out ways to like make y'all back cool. Anyways, all right. So I guess that wraps our subject of today. Long story short, if I dated someone and you are my friend, you are not their friend. <clears throat> and if you are, if you are, <clears throat> just know that you are the window. <laughs> from the window i just playing yeah it's kind of trifling i actually now that we've had a conversation i've been able to let it marinate i don't like i don't need any of my friends remaining to be friends with my exes and i'm going to pay them that same respect yeah same because I, I know how unless I there are stipulations unless it's like one of those situations where i was friends with them before y'all like it's like some stuff that make it complex but for the most most part that's not what's going on so we're not gonna mm. play that game we yeah, was friends know. before all the what um, what what do uh what's Carla be saying? Carfriend, preach, preacher. Okay, goodbye. All right, y'all. It's been another episode of OD <laughs> Podcast. Appreciate you. Thank y'all so much for being patient with us. Um, yes, honey. Thank y'all for uh, holding down for me last week. Mm-hmm. Well, Alicia, yeah. she was uh, she had to hold it down. It actually was fun. I can't even lie. So. All right. Yeah, I had more fun than when I be recording with you. 12 puppets already told me they couldn't wait for the next solo episode. <laughs> the window. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>